Let's start. You are now rocking. Rocking with the best. Double rainbow. Oh, my God. Live on your radio. It's the Beat Break. With your host, Sean Garvey. I'm the dude. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Beat Break Morning Show. The Beat Break Podcast. You're now rocking with the best. I go by the name of Sean Garvey. Shout out to my homie DJ Rollum, who is out on location doing his DJing thing this morning, ladies and gentlemen. So he would not be with us on this very special bonus episode of the Beat Break Morning Show. That's right, folks. I said the bonus episode. We just got done wrapping up our season finale uh, for this season. But we decided to come back by popular demand because we got a lot of stuff to cover. Make sure you follow us everywhere on social media at Beat Break Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram at Beat Break Radio. We are simulcasting on Thinking Out Loud Network, thinkingoutloudnetwork.com. And you can check us out 24-7 on Beat Break Radio fm.com and don't forget to download the podcast fm app to your smartphone and other mobile devices including your iphone and android so make sure you get that today plus ladies and gentlemen we got a special special major announcement that we are going to make towards the end of the program so stay tuned for that we got a very special guest joining with us right here on the beat break morning show it is going to be epic and it is going to be exclusive ladies and gentlemen but before i go any any further you know i gotta shout out my homegirl she is back ladies and gentlemen star chaos is in the building star what's good good morning i'm doing good i'm doing good how are you doing uh, as usual. Awesome. I love to hear that. How how has your week been? How's your weekend been? My weekend was relaxing. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of rest in for the first time. Yeah, because you, you are more busier than I am. I know. <laughs> so I got to relax. So I feel I don't I look like I got some rest. No. 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 <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, hey, you here with us, so that's all that matters. So appreciate you for uh coming on. You've been on um the last few episodes and you know we gotta definitely, definitely piggyback on uh the last two episodes that we did with DJ Rollum. So we're gonna get into that in just a few moments. But ladies and gentlemen, I wanna bring this gentleman on. Uh this is a very first for us, uh, Star, because we never done a show like this ever before where we get to talk to a guest who is the CEO of a major company and I'm saying that I'm, I'm speaking into existence in advance because this is definitely going to be like a major 500 fortune 500 company in the making uh, you know and, and for, so for those that have been following us or have been listening to the past few episodes of the Beat Break Morning Show throughout the course of our term. We have had dating shows on the morning show, uh, Star. We had hooked up a few people here and there. Some were successful and some were not successful. But this gentleman that we're going to bring on, uh, he is the CEO of Couple and it's couple.com. That's couple.com. It's a new virtual online speed dating. And here to talk more about it is the CEO, Ryan Beswick. Ladies and gentlemen, good day, Ryan. How you doing? Uh, good morning, Sean. I'm doing well. How are you? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm good. I- I'm excited. I'm ready to dive right into 
uh, this couple thing, uh, couple.com. Uh, and uh, this is the first time, this is a first exclusive that we are ever doing right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. Like no other radio station or other radio show is doing this interview. So we are just very happy and fortunate that you took time out of your busy schedule to speak to us. Yeah, no, no, happy to be here. This is uh, this is a first for me. We've been flying under the radar up until this point. So yeah, yeah the, the first media we're doing is your show. Awesome, awesome, man. Well, we are definitely honored on behalf of the Beat Break Morning Show. We're definitely honored to have you on, man. So let's get right into it. Like, what what is couple? I mean, the name is very self-explanatory. When people hear the word couple, they think of two people in a relationship. But what is what is couple.com and how did it all come about? Yeah, yeah. So we're an online speed dating platform. Uh, software is still very much in beta. Uh, you know, we're, we're in beta now in two cities. We're in Atlanta. We're also in Toronto. Nice. Uh, we, we got started in June of 2020, so it's been just over a year now. So at that time, you can remember, we were three months in uh, to the COVID lockdowns. And it became clear to us that there needs to be a way for people to connect and make friends and find romantic partners. Uh, and then, you know, you just seen video exploding online. So we put one and one together and we said virtual speed dating. Uh, so I put together a, a seriously talented team of software engineers, and uh, we've been plugging away at this software. And just the feedback that we've been getting from, you know, our users in Atlanta has just been, you know, it's been driving us forward. We're excited about it. Awesome, awesome. You know, and it's uh, so funny that you talked about the COVID nineteen pandemic for just only a few moments because. Uh, you know, coming out of the pandemic, I mean, we still are in a pandemic, but not like it was last year. The pandemic had put a dapper in people's dating, how they go about dating and relationships. Uh, and shout outs to those that have survived throughout the pandemic by just sticking, uh, you know, by just staying together and sticking it out through all the trials and tribulations that came out of the pandemic. Uh, but there are people who have came out of a relationship during the pandemic. They couldn't stand one another. You know how this scenario, <laughs> you know, and, and now they're back into the market and people are going on these dating apps. And, and me and you, Ryan, we talked about it offline about the dating apps that are out there, the Tinder and the Bumble and the Hinge and all of them. I mean, there's more than just those three major uh, dating apps. But for couple.com, what sets it apart from the other dating outlets that are out there? Yes, I mean, if, if you're looking for a romantic partner and you're using traditional online dating like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, uh, you're subscribing to two or three and you're spending 11 hours per week on average that's swiping through profiles, you're engaging in online chats, you're trying to get to that first date. You know, when you do get to the first date, it's awkward, pressure filled. You're trying to live up to that persona that you built up of yourself before the date. Um, so, and, and it's all with like a really low success rate. Only 19% find a relationship within the first year using traditional online dating. Um, so with Couple, you, we cut through all of that. There's no swiping through profiles. There's no online chat. You just show up at the event. Uh, we're going to pair you up on 15 to 20 dates. And right away, you're in a real live conversation with somebody and you start to understand pretty, pretty quickly whether or not that's somebody you're vibing with. And if you are, you can you, you mutually connect and, and you get together offline. Yeah. yeah. I remember once upon a time, I participated in a uh, speed dating event. This was a couple of years ago and it was in person. It was face to face. 
And so fast forward now, it's online. You don't have to go out or you don't have to do all this extra stuff going out and seeing people face to face in person at a venue or an event. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. Totally. Yeah. Now this, you know, you still want to treat it like you're going out to an event. You want to get excited about it. But there's no, you know, no taking an Uber anywhere, uh, you know, no, no paying for drinks. You're just at home. You're doing it in the comfort of your home. What, 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 yeah, yeah, no paying for drinks. Well, the ladies, the ladies, they get their drinks free. <laughs> the women get their drinks free. The men, we have to pay. So, <laughs> so I, I think it should be, hey, men, you all don't have to worry about paying the ladies the drinks. <laughs> They can drink their own. They can drink their own drink at their own home, at their own crib. <laughs> yeah. So I, I gotta ask you um, because right now you mentioned that you are in the process of uh, doing the beta beta for uh, couple.com. And so um, right now, because I've did, did some digging and some exploring into the platform lately. And I noticed that the two places that you are focusing on right now during this process is Toronto, Toronto, Canada, and of course, our hometown, the ATL, Atlanta. Um, and and I, I'm so I'm so glad that we got you on because we're actually going to do a topic about dating in Atlanta in just a few moments. But why were places like Atlanta and Toronto chosen to bring an early introduction of couple couple to the to its residents? Yes, I mean when when we're doing beta, like early on, really what we want to do is just learn from users. Uh, so it's really just a learning game for these first few months as we develop our product. I tell you, a year later, we've learned a lot compared to where we thought the product would be or where we were going with it. Um, so we wanted to, to find cities with good diversity, with young populations and cities where we thought we could make a difference. So if you look at Atlanta, uh, seventh largest city in the U.S., so it's got the population we're looking for. Uh, population there has grown 25% in the last decade. 20% uh, of Atlanta's population is between the age of 25 and 34. And with online dating, that's really the, the, the biggest segment you're going after. So that was huge for Atlanta. And this stat, you're probably not going to believe, but 70% of Atlanta's population is single, according to the census. You know, so this is this is an area where we thought we could come in and make a difference. Wait, wait, say, Ryan, say that one more time. Say the stats one more time for Atlanta. I want everybody to hear this. 70% of Atlanta's population is single. Woo! 70%. He didn't say seven people. He said 70% of people that are single. Wow. Wow. Whew. Um, I got some more questions, but I'm going to swing it over to Star. Star, do you have questions? We Once again, for those who are just tuning in to the Beat Break Morning Show, we have Ryan Beswick, the CEO of Couple, uh, joining with us to talk about his new virtual online speed dating uh star do you have a question or two for ryan well i just want to put it out there that i am single and ready to mingle so thank you ryan awesome. and then also, i do have a question my question is you said that it was 70 percent singles out here in atlanta that's what we saw yeah so did you guys do uh, maybe a statistic on how many of the 70% are women? 
No, I don't have it broken down by gender. But I, you know, from what we see, you know, just by looking at our events, we have in in Toronto, Atlanta and Toronto are like are total opposites. So in Toronto, we'll have like 40 or 50 guys that are waiting in this mingle room for their date because we have more men than women. In Atlanta, the opposite. I think it's a lot more single women in Atlanta. We have like, you know, a surplus of women at our events, and they're hanging out, they're chatting with the host while they're waiting for that next date to start. Uh, so I think I think there's there's lots of women guys out in Atlanta who are single. Well, I I like the fact that you just said something that I was technically not aware of, and it kind of like postpones another kind of question for me. I did not know that the rate of men in Toronto was higher than women. It is, yeah. Yeah, they, there's a, a lot of people who come into Toronto. They come in to, to there's a lot of engineers in Toronto, software engineers. They come in uh, to the city, and uh, but we don't. They don't have that same influx of women into Toronto. So you have all of these uh, high tech, you know, high salary men looking to get matched up, but they're they're having trouble finding the woman. Oh, that's, I think I need that's to go Toronto. Toronto a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only question I have for you. Hey, well, ladies, there are more guys up there than just Drake up there in Toronto. So let me just say that. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> so walk, walk us through the process on how couple actually works. What does the participant need in order to get on couple? Uh, well, it's, it's, you don't really you need to be 18 years or older. Uh, all you do, you go to couple.com. You create an account with us and then just sign up for an event. We're in beta, so the events are free right now. Uh, you'll create a profile with some basic information about yourself, a little bit of information about who you're looking for. And then when it comes time for the event, you'll get an email and a text message with the link, and you enter the event. Uh, and it's a, we have uh, hosts who will welcome you into the event. So in Atlanta, we use Atlanta-based uh, you know, micro social media influencers. Uh, so they kind of set the lay of the land, get you going. And then once you're welcomed in, before the dating starts, we have this cocktail hour. Uh, it's about 10 minutes. We call it an hour, but it's about 10 minutes long where you get to mingle with other people who are at the event. You're able to move from table to table and join different conversations. And then the dating starts. You go on 20 dates. They're, they're three minutes long. You know, after each date, you'll choose couple. You choose connect or cut. You know, we like our alliteration at couple. So it's a uh, couple as if uh, you're interested romantically connect if you're interested in friendship or cut cut if you're not interested uh, mm. yeah and, that's, and then after the dating we have an after party um, so you know by the time you've gone on 20 dates your energy is up you might have had a couple of glasses of wine you don't want this party to end so we have the after party where you can hang out in the mingle room and, and that goes for hours yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, so you hear that start you can either connect or cut as opposed to swipe right or swipe left that's right <laughs> I like the after party myself. I'm all I'm I'm all in for the after party. <laughs> I, I bet you are. So Ryan, I, I got a few more questions, and if we have time, we're gonna allow the guests to ask you some questions. Uh, of course, what are the do's and don'ts when it comes to being on couple? Uh, you know, just like anything, any other platform, safety is the number one priority among participants but what are the do's and don'ts for a couple uh well some of them you want to you want to look your best so just because you're at home and you're on your couch doesn't mean that you shouldn't uh you know put on a nice shirt and 
and, and make yourself look great for the event. You, you want to start off with that. Uh, you know, set yourself up in a nice, uh, nice area with, with a decent background and good lighting. You want to put your best foot forward. Maybe think of some questions in advance so that you, you have stuff to talk about when you jump on your date. Um, and then on the don't side, I'd say don't ask your, uh, your date for any contact information during the event. That makes a, kind of an awkward moment. Uh, don't get too drunk during our event. We've had to boost some people out because they've had a few, few extra glasses. And, uh, and also, we have some very friendly, attractive hosts. Don't hit on our hosts. Please don't hit on our hosts. Mm. <laughs> I, I can, I, I'm, I'm assuming that has happened a few times. Yeah. Wow. All right. So, so those are some solid housekeeping rules there. But uh, what are some of the feedback? What is some of the feedback that you got so far from those that attended the virtual event? Yeah. So like feedback, while you're in beta, feedback's really at the center of everything. The reason we hold these events now is to learn. So your ticket into the after party is filling our feedback form out. So we have like uh, eight to 10 questions we ask you, and then you can get into the after party. But the feedback's been amazing. 92% uh, say couples as good as or better than any other online dating platform out there. Uh, two thirds say that they're going to attend the event every single week. Uh, and then, and the best part really is we've gotten a huge list of features, which are just ideas that are coming from uh, our users. So we've got a list that is going to keep us busy for the next year as we just continue to improve the product. Nice. 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 All right. We're going to go over to our panel of guests and uh, let's see if any of our guests have any questions. Let's go over to uh, Mario. We're going to grab somebody out of the grab bag here. Mario, do you have a question or uh, feedback for Ryan Beswick? Uh, yeah, I would ask that. Um it sounds like a really cool concept as far as uh, doing something different and as far as the dating scene go, you know, because uh, um, after Tinder and all the things that you guys uh, name, it can get a little stale and you become kind of numb to it without really getting to know people. You're just swiping left, swiping right, not even spending time on it because you get to the point where you're just looking at people, you don't even read the, the profiles anymore. You know what I mean? So now this actually give you a chance to uh, actually get to know somebody really quick. But uh, me being the person that I am, I would ask, um, and I know you're in beta, what would be the pricing or the price point that you guys are looking to get into if that's something that you guys are already at? I know it's in beta and I know you're gathering information through the feedback, but what would be that pricing point once this gets to the point where you guys ready to just fully launch? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start experimenting with pricing toward the end of the year. Um, this is going to be an affordable event. Like we, our dream is to have a huge event where we have like 2,000 people coming into a single event, all ages, uh, all orientations, and then we have a matching engine that takes pairing, uh, takes t uh, pairing people together, putting them on dates where they're likely to match. And if, you, if you're going to have an event where you want to do that kind of volume, it can't be an expensive an event. Uh, so we're thinking freemium models. Maybe there's some extra features that you pay for. Um, but that's, that's really where we're leaning now. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, let's go, let's over, go over to, to Jess. Jess, 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 do you have a question? Uh, yeah, I was going to ask, do you have any like suggested activities or questions that you 
uses like icebreakers doing the, during the dates because sometimes people get stage fright or get timid when they're meeting a new person. So you talk about how if you were in person, you kind of got to pull it together in that 30 minutes to an hour interaction. So this is three minutes. Like, do you have any suggested icebreakers or things that are incorporated in your beta system to help people to connect? Yeah, actually, we are. That's one of the features where they're asking for icebreakers to be like on the screen, you know, to, to help you along. Um, we don't have that yet, but that's coming. We're working on it right now. Um, but I'd say one, one thing, you know, as, as we talk to people, you see a lot of conversations where they're talking about, oh, where are you from and stuff like that. And you get through sort of these you know, basic questions and you're already almost the whole way through the event, but it doesn't seem like you've gotten to know each other. I think questions where you start to hone in on, on hobbies and things like that that start to really reveal, you know, who you are. Or maybe talk about what types of music you listen to, some of the places like you like to go out to eat or go out for drinks. You know, like keep it on the fun stuff, start to understand, you know, you know what makes people tick. Those kind of questions work best. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Ryan, I know you got to go. Uh, I know you are a very busy man trying to keep up with the managing side of couple.com. Even though you do events twice a week, it's still a 24-hour grind to keep everything in motion, to keep everything going. Plus, you are still in the beta process, so I know that there are intricacies and stuff that you got to be able to maintain to keep couple and couple.com intact uh, but i heard that you got some events coming up from my understanding you are getting ready to uh, execute some big things in the next couple of days or weeks we are so on uh august 24th we're launching couple tv so everything we've been talking about so far is a is a separate product this is for somebody looking for you know relationship or friendship couple tv is totally different it's entertainment um, think of it as the crazy cool love child of online dating and reality TV all mixed in one. Um, so starting on August 24th, it's going to be a series of eight episodes uh, every Tuesday night. Uh, if you watch, you'll see 24 social media influencers who are all single, all looking for love. They're going to go on speed dates on our platform. And then you can watch as they do it. You know, you can click on any video on the screen and switch to that person's date. Uh, viewers can interact with chat. They can vote on who gets eliminated, who gets to carry on. The viewers, even before the 24th, will get to vote on who gets accepted into the show. So within the next week or so, you'll see that open up on our website. Uh, so that's couple.tv. You can learn more about it there. Oh man. oh man this is this is big this is this is big you see the expression on star's face this is this is big ryan we got to do something together the beat break morning show got to do something together uh with couple because i i have a feeling this is going to be very very major very very big i mean and this is our first time actually interviewing you and we're the first platform to even have this interview before good morning america before the today show before any other tv and radio platform has this interview we got it first ladies and gentlemen couple tv i love it we we got to do something big ryan i'm telling you all right we're, we're down 
<laughs> we'll, we'll definitely talk but uh go ahead and give your information one more time uh for people that want to know more information about couple want to partake in it and uh once again the next event coming up for those that want to participate yeah yeah all right so it's couple.com go there create your profile sign up for an event uh we're heads down right now uh, developing software so on august 24th that's our uh couple tv show and then the next atlanta event is on august 25th so be sure to go there so that's couple.com and then couple.tv uh right now you can go in you enter your email that's all that's there but we'll uh we'll hit you up with more information once it goes live nice nice couple tv couple.com the place to meet and explore we're we gonna try to we're gonna try our best ryan to hook everybody up uh, by 2021 because you know it's it's almost cuffing season star it's, it's almost cuffing season cuffing season is upon us and there are so many single people especially in atlanta 70 percent ryan said it 70 percent of people are single we're gonna try to at least get 69 or 68 percent moved up <laughs> by the end but we appreciate it uh ryan bestwick of couple.com hey ryan we'll definitely talk man i appreciate you for taking time to be on the beat break morning show it's great talking to you all thanks so much for having me on all right thank you so much ryan bestwick ladies and gentlemen right here exclusively on the beat break morning show the ceo of couple couple.com and couple tv oh man you know i grew up star i grew up watching a lot of dating shows from back in the day you know you remember shows like blind date and the what is it the third wheel the fifth wheel love connection we can go all the way back to what what's that yeah 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 you know love connection was cool it was cool it was cool um and then you know all the other shows that came after that but i i i I agree like love connection it became very iconic over the years yeah and and then of course there was the dating game back in the day you know before the love connection you had shows like the dating game yeah yeah well man i really enjoyed the interview first time on the beat break morning show nobody didn't get this interview star nobody yeah first time first time for everything man you know we we give it to you raw and first we always do first things we we broke artists here on the beat break morning show uh we gave people exclusive interviews man i'm not going to even be on my braggadocious <laughs> i'm not i'm not we got the track record yeah absolutely all right y'all it's the beat break morning show uh like i mentioned folks we got a major announcement that we are going to bring to you first on the beat break morning show so stay tuned for that major announcement uh but ladies and gentlemen let me introduce our guest that we have on the beat break morning show uh ladies and gentlemen you can check out his show on beat break 87 fm and reach one network he does a show each and every monday through friday from 8 p.m to 10 p.m he's been on uh with us beat break 87 fm and reach one network for a couple of years now it's a very informative and very opinionated talk show and he he breaks it down man i enjoy listening to his podcast uh he goes by the name of mario watts yeah we good 
uh yeah it's been a really good ride with uh beat break and uh the architect and i appreciate you guys and hey let's 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 get it popping yeah yeah man and this is first time on the beat break morning show so i just felt like it was only right that i give him the proper invite to be on the beat break morning show for the first time we had your boy ron glaze on the show not too long ago um yeah yeah man shout out to ron g also joining with us right here on the beat break morning show uh she is also single ladies and gentlemen she's trying to find love in the atl but uh we talked off air and uh i had to bring her on because i want to also get a woman's opinion alongside with star we're not going to let star just be the only woman on the beat break morning show this morning with us guys here so i want to bring on this beautiful sister and she goes by the name of jess jess what's up hello 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 uh how's it going everybody i am fantastic good morning Good morning. Good morning. What did you think about the interview? What did you think about the couple? Um, I think that it will be a nice break from the regular apps that are available, especially for Atlanta, dating in Atlanta. There's a lot of what you're doing and never actually any connection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it will be an opportunity to actually, you know, do a virtual face to face with guys and get the opportunity to be able to, you know, you know, see how it goes without, you know, everybody being so worried about, you know, spending money or wasting gas or, you know, whatever those things that we say are hangups or reasons why we can't date or why we cannot connect. I think it knocks out a lot of the um, the excuses for us actually making real connections. So it, it sounds like a great opportunity. Mm. Absolutely. Very, very great opportunity. Well, we really appreciate you in advance for coming on the morning show to weigh in on the convo. And also joining with us right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. He's been on my other podcast alongside with Sharia Thomas, Love and Poetry. And I've actually known this brother uh, a couple of years ago from his visit to the WAOK Studios on Love and Relationships with Joyce Detail that I so humbly produced a few years ago so he is joining with us for the very first time on the beat break morning show rj hodges ladies and gentlemen life coach motivational speaker rj what's good homie hey man appreciate it man appreciate it man how has your summer been uh summer is coming to a close uh how has your summer been i said you look like you've been working out during the summertime <laughs> right right man i feel you man i feel you well appreciate you for coming on the morning show with us man to dive right into this topic by popular demand ah we've been getting so many so many comments so many feedback from one of our last episodes before the season finale we did a episode called dating in atlanta and it stemmed from a film that i came across on youtube uh it's a film it's actually kind of somewhat like a documentary film in a way and just to give you for those that didn't tune into the last episode on dating in atlanta the film explores why people are having a hard time dating in atlanta and it's orchestrated by a guy by the name of jawad uh in which we had tried to bring on the morning show uh he couldn't make it 
but he recently did a case study on why there have been so many problems between men and women coming together and just going out courting going out dating and blossoming into a long-term relationship uh, so if you haven't seen the movie it's on youtube it's called dating in atlanta and the episode that we did you all it got so intense we had three guys including myself and dj Rollum, and another guy who uh, had I ain't gonna say had the audacity but uh, he tried the dating apps in the past and he tried to holler at the women in Atlanta and it didn't work out it didn't work out so he decided to date someone outside of Georgia uh, she happens to live in South Carolina and also um, fun fact <laughs> an interesting fun fact um the woman is white so yeah she 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 is white uh the gentleman that we had on the show is black uh we we definitely embrace interracial relationships interracial marriages interracial dating um but in the grand scheme of things he had to go outside of atlanta and outside of georgia to be with the person he feels he could be more suitable for um so that's that's what it is ladies and gentlemen and uh we had a a debate it was a debate star you was there you was there a lot was said between the men and the women yeah yeah uh, and so now fast forward i also came another i also came across another piece of content and there's this show called <laughs> there's this show called f boy island that's on hbo max and to give you a quick summary <laughs> of what f boy island is it's a reality series where three women are on an island with dozens of men and they all have to pick out which one is the nice guy or which one is an F-boy? So, I'm going to do this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to play a snippet from the show, just in case you're not familiar. I'm, I'm going to play a snippet of it, and then we're going to talk about it. Once again, the show is called F-Boys on HBO Max. And here's a little taste of what the show is actually all about. Ladies... The three of you are hoping to find love in this tropical paradise. I'm over the players. I'm at a point in my life where I'm ready for love. Ooh. What you should know, there are 24 men. 12 of them are nice guys. The other 12, self-proclaimed F-boys. Bro, bruh, bro, bro, bruh. He's really cute, but he looks like he's gonna ruin my life. Up to these three ladies and you at home to figure out who the f is who. I don't even know. It's gonna be hard. Oh, I like big boys, itty bitty boys. I like funny guys. I like silly guys. I like a big beard. I like a clean face. I'm hoping to have some fun and see who does have good intentions. He looks like a guy that has two phones. We're very intelligent women. We're gonna sniff out these troublemakers. I'm so nervous. I'm sweating right now. Legit. Let's play ball. I came here for a relationship, not for the game. I like her. With the twist, there's money on the line. 
Oh my god, what? Everyone has a chance to win $100,000. We're in a whole new game. It's time to turn it up a notch. They're just here for the cold, hard cast. I don't know what to believe right now. My red flags are going off. There's a lot of F-boys I get rid of. So let's get them out of here. They're so nice, like really nice. Come and get a taste. You're trying to play a game? Your way is a bitch way. This is unnecessary. That's confidence. That's confidence within me. Let's find out your true status. Nice guy or F-boy? Oh, goodbye. I am shocked. F-boy, F-bye. Jaw-dropping. I'm still picking mine up off the ground. Why are you crying? Are you okay? I hate this man. This is the type of treatment you get. You're an F-boy. This is a game, but we are not a game. Cheers to that. F-boy Island. Off at on, any time, on, you guys. I just want you to be comfortable and for me to be comfortable. On HBO Max, ladies and gentlemen, F Boy Island. That was the trailer to F Boy currently on HBO Max. And uh, yeah, we, we have seen so many reality shows come. This is kind of some, this is kind of somewhat like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, but unlike any other it's, it's different kind of the same but it's different it's set on an island and you have three beautiful women on an island 12 dozen men they have to choose which one is a f-boy or which one is a nice guy whoever they pick they will do whatever whatever that is <laughs> so yeah um yeah okay ryan I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Mario, go ahead. F-boy mean, you know, what I think it means? Because, you know, we don't say it like that. We just say it straight up. So so, so here's the thing, Mario, because we did an episode. We did a Beat Break Morning Show episode a couple of months ago. Shouts to Taj and David and Just a Touch of Jay. We did a show on the new era of the F-boys and the bad you know what the bad females i won't say the actual other word but we did a show about that and we pretty much broke it down the difference between what an f-boy is and what a bad b is and so an f-boy simple and plain an f-boy means that you're the guy who may have a lot of money you have access to resources. You are tall, good-looking, handsome. But you have questionable traits that shows or may present itself to where you're not actually ready to be in a committed relationship. Or you just do some F-boy stuff. You just go out and cheat while you are in a, an exclusive, serious relationship. You go out and cheat. Uh, you do questionable things to cause your significant other to question your agenda to question your motives um you're just an all you are all around f boy you act like uh you act more like a a little boy than a man when it comes to responsibilities and um to do what it takes to keep and maintain a healthy relationship <laughs> well okay. i think I think that the F boys ain't even qualified as, you know, the most handsome anymore nowadays. It's just everybody just out here being raggedy. I think that um, 
it's kind of like the same sentiment of like you know you know how you know the old saying about making a whole a housewife i think that we're trying to make f-boys husbands and you know and they come in all shapes and sizes you know who you would assume might be a nice guy or etc may have you know quality and traits etc can sometimes turn into worse than the one that was you know that you consider you know fit financially fit physically fit all those things i don't know if the the, the same qualifiers apply because i've seen raggedy behavior <laughs> from the whole gamut mm-hmm. well, uh, well hold on let me get my let me get my trina f-boy instrumental real quick i'm gonna find it let me I think that's appropriate to play during this conversation. But while I find that, I just got to ask. There we go. Let's see. Can we play this? There we go. F-Boy. Trina. Shout out to Trina, by the way. What? But here's the thing. No, let's keep it. Let's keep it to this instrumental right here. But let's ask this question. I want to direct this question to RJ. RJ. Why are we giving F-Boy's airtime <laughs> why are we giving f boys the energy and the time to show people that this is their time this is their era this is their age why, why do you think so because it sells <laughs> it's definitely gonna sell so i mean i, I think I think when you use terms like that, it's a it's an overly used term. First and foremost, everybody doesn't mm-hmm. define it in the way you just defined it. But yes. it's just something yes. that people say and they put out there when they didn't attract what they actually wanted. So we have to title that as something because it's a disappointment. So then we just say, oh, it must be a group of these people out here. And I think the term just becomes popular and it's a good sale. And, you know, we, we run with it from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and let me just add this. Um, in the nineties, right when I was growing up in Atlanta and stuff, that term had a whole totally different meaning than what you just said. It, did. it was an, it, it it was an offensive. Somebody called you that. Those were fighting words. That was like the lowest of the low. If somebody called you that, at least you know in Thomasville where I grew up, that was. I mean, that was a really derogatory thing that didn't have nothing to do with relationships or anything. You were just an overall not right person if you were called that or deemed to be that. Absolutely. I agree. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said, you know, we, we, we overly use these terms, but they don't mean the same thing for everybody. I'm I'm born and raised in Atlanta as well. And that definitely didn't mean that when I was born. So yes, I agree. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but... We, but see from our culture though we come up with new terms pretty much all the time uh you know like you said just back in the day we didn't have that terminology or what have you it's the same thing with side chicks we didn't have that terminology that terminology wasn't used 20 years ago uh it were mistresses mistresses or the woman on the other side or the lady of the evening or whatever but now side chicks <laughs> You know, so that has been the cultural norm. But now, f boys. I mean, come on. It, you know, how did how did we get here? Like, even when I first saw the show F Boy Island, I watched only a few episodes. They are still in its first season. But how did we get here? I mean, how did we get here to where a major premium channel, HBO 
can distribute this type of content because like you know years ago we would have never ever seen this type of content on tv do you think that they are purposely showing this to educate men on who they should actually be towards a woman or you do you think this is just an exploitation of all the f boys that are out there it's definitely not trying to teach uh, like he said it's about money and entertainment if it's if it's just shocking enough to make you watch then that's what they're going for and and ultimately it's going to make money you know people are going to subscribe pay their little money to uh, get the hbo max subscription and it's, it's only about entertainment i mean and ultimately i'm not into this but even by you hyping it up it makes me say i'll check out a couple episodes i might not pay for the subscription but it do make me want to just see what it's about yeah, you, yeah you, you might want to go and get that free trial <laughs> yeah but I, I don't mean to hype it up or anything you know I, I'm just curious to know how did we get here to where a platform like HBO Max could show this type of thing and, and I've been kind of pondering this for a while now so here's the thing prior to me watching the show I had this woman at my job and she talks about how she uh, ends up always attracting f boys she keeps having f boys come to her holler at her what have you but she goes to them so it's like they meet in the middle or whatever you know she goes to them and what have you you know she's into guys that are like the tall good looking got a lot of money type of thing or what have you and it's the same scenario all the time. She either gets cheated on, disrespected on, she's been lied to. But at the same time, she's kind of like liking the F boys in a sense where it's like, oh, you know, he did this to me, blah, blah, blah. But it's just something about the F boys that I'm attracted to. And I was like, wow. Go ahead, RJ. No, I was saying that's why she's getting it then. I mean, you know, when we talk about attraction, nobody really wants to admit or, or own the fact that you're attracting more of what you already are, right? So mm -hmm. if that's a universal law, then she's getting that. So it's not that, oh, I don't know where this is coming from. You might not want to admit that it's something about you that, that likes this, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, but she keeps attracting the same thing. That's you know that that's not a, a outside thing that's an inside thing because that same person you know people will say well i can't date in atlanta so let me go to charlotte let me go to la but i know people that will go to those other cities and sooner or later they'll say the same exact things that they said in atlanta that's not a, a geography thing that's a youth thing right so, yep. yep right yep. yes yeah mm -hmm. and like you said earlier about mm -hmm. um fitting the narrative that's like sometimes us men will say somebody asked why you stop dating old man she crazy sometimes we quick to say that about women but does that make her crazy because she wouldn't let you do what you wanted to do it didn't fit your narrative so we quick to label that and some maybe that woman you're talking about was quick to say they f boys because it didn't fit what she want or they wouldn't allow her to move the way she wanted to move sometimes not in every case very yeah. true that's a good one yeah i, I and i so I, I agree with you both. I agree with um, you both on the fact that 
Mario and RJ on the fact that it doesn't fit the narrative narrative because Mario said that earlier in his own way as far as oh well maybe they didn't give what they what the woman wanted so now oh he's an F boy or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. uh, so I guess being a millennial in the terms we use it as and I'm I'm I guess I'm speaking from what I hear and because I don't call any man that and I wouldn't you know I have a lot of things I can call a man but that's not one of them but when I hear the conversations sometimes it's more of the the way that they treat you is very low in vibrations like they they may be rude they may be disrespectful or they may be the type that will sleep you know get at your sister your cousin your best friend and just not care like so it's kind of one of those things where we we call them that because they are definitely on some effed up stuff they doing effed up things and it's like okay so you earned the title and it used to be called a tool do y'all remember when they used to call guys like oh he's a tool Mm -hmm. like yeah, I think the terminology has kind of changed to he's an F-boy now. It's gotten more vulgar <laughs> and people have gotten a little bit more expressive on how they say it. And see, guys used to, back then, they used to admit that they were tools. Like, yeah, I'm a tool. So when I saw that F-boy island thing and the guys were like, you know, kind of like embracing the fact that they're F-boy, yep. I looked at it at, on different terms. Like, okay, if it means tool or if it meant you know those type of things that it meant before then you're admitting that you're a tool however the terminology is a little bit degrading for me and i feel like even putting that show on a platform is kind of showing in a different light that uh we can just address men in a certain type of way and i don't know it's kind of it's kind of low vibrations for me i don't really like it too much Mm. Mm. Star says she doesn't like it too much. Mario says he wants to see it, see it for himself. The uh, the first three episodes of F Boy. But let me go over to Jess. Jess is single in Atlanta. Uh, do you have a testimony? Have you ever came across or been in a relationship or dated an F Boy before? She said that so confidently. <laughs> yes, I have. And I, first of all, in, in addressing F. White Island, I think that it sensationalizes like bad behavior or the the the, the, the symbols that bad behavior might exist, and then we're glorifying it for some ratings and some money. It's not something I would ever watch. I'm not really a reality TV person, so it wouldn't interest me anyway. But it's just one of those things that people might tune into, like RJ said, because it seems like it might, you know. You know, pique your interest to see people get done wrong on TV. So, you know, that's exciting to some people. Not to me, but some people like it. Um, now, in regards to personal experience, I think that online dating, online dating, period, you run across a lot of variants, which is a huge uh, buzzword currently uh, in the post in the, in the post panini press. You know, we uh, that we are living in, but there are variants to to the um, to the f boy uh, attitude. Um, some dudes are, because again, you can say, hey, I'm not here for sex. I'm not here for da 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 in your profile. And I'd be like, yeah, I like you. You're beautiful, blah, 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 blah. Like three sentences in, and they're just like, so can I come over to your house and have sex? 
I would really like that. To me, that is F-boy behavior, uh, just because it speaks of a level of immaturity. <laughs> um, it, mm. it, it speaks to, you know, just like, and, and I know this a lot of averages off to ask guys, like, hey, why do you go out of your way to just try to, you know, ask for sex, ask for sex, but then are also, the, at the same time, the duality of it is, if they are approached by prostitutes, I'm not a prostitute, just put it out there, but I'm saying they'll they'll often often talk about how, you know, yeah, she was putting all this out there, and then I realized she was a prostitute, and you're completely offended. I was like, but you're gonna ask me to give it up for free, and you don't even know my last name. The irony is amazing to me, but I feel like there's levels mm. to the F-boy behavior. Um, but I've had a lot of date, uh, dating instances where it just, it's feel like, it's like a, a way for people to just kind of usurp things from you, pull, use things from you so that they can get what they want and then they just kind of move on. And again, um, I know you keep giving like a specific, specific descriptors, Sean, but I feel like f boys come in all shapes and sizes. It's the ones that, you know, you would think would be the, you know, quote unquote, nice guy. And I feel like that's just a stereotype. Oh, God. Because, you know, you, you can be sitting on a big wallet and you're like, I can, women are disposable. I can get whatever I want. Then why are you here? So go get it. You know? So again, personal experience, uh, dealt with somebody, seemed like great connection, many dates, you know, like seven, eight dates in like one week, you know, just hanging out, nothing crazy, nothing sexual, just mm -hmm. like connecting and, you know, all the good, all the vibes, all the good stuff, you know? <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> and then um, all of a sudden just like disconnected. And then I'm like, hey, what happened? You know, again, I like closure. I like understanding. I want to be able to make sure that I'm like, cause if I'm giving off something, because sometimes we are unaware of what we we are adding to a situation. And so I appreciate feedback because it's just information. It doesn't mean that I take it to heart and feel like I'm going to die alone. It just means, okay, maybe this is something you can work on, girl. And you just like, yeah, I just, I stopped being interested. I felt like you wasn't going to give me no sex. And so I just was like, what is the point of this? And you weren't handing out money. I was like, oh yeah, definitely. You're right. You should have moved on. But, you know, I feel like that's mm -hmm. S-boy behavior. If I was going to use that term, that will, that will be qualified. Or... You also have instances where there are men who will um, just kind of like keep you around because they like having somebody around. Like how some chicks go out for the free food, you know, they go on dates for the free dinners. Some do go on because they just like to have somebody text every morning, good morning, beautiful, but not actually ever having an intention. And you know that the other person's intention, and this is again, men and women that can do this type of behavior and you never have an intention on making it anything solid. And you continue with it, not because you're trying to figure anything out, but you just like having somebody around. Because again, two or three conversations, two or three dates does not constitute that does not a marriage make or a relationship, long term relationship make. But if you have absolutely no intention of dealing with that person beyond a sexual encounter, beyond being able to have somebody on the text line or whatever, I feel like those things are questionable behaviors that you should probably check within yourself. Because the second that somebody does that to you, then you are appalled, you're upset, you're angry. And nobody ever is like, oh yeah, I probably deserve that. Like re I've rarely heard people heard people say that, but it's just one of those things where the balances, there's so many imbalances and we just kind of feel like, oh yeah, whatever. And so in online dating, you have to, in dating in Atlanta specifically, you just gotta have to let a lot of stuff roll off your back and not take it personally because you kind of realize that that is a part of, it's kind of woven into our culture at this point about these interactions being very, 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 very disposable. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. And I want to add something that you didn't add on the dating site. Um, the guys that definitely promote that they're looking for marriage. Oh, I'm ready to be married. I'm looking for marriage. I want to find my wife on here. 
And they're doing that just to get, you know, in somebody's pants. And they're not, you know, genuine about those things like that. That to me is F boy behavior as well. I mean, it's <laughs> low class, low budget, beneath me behavior because 100%. you shouldn't even have to lie to do that, honey. And if you got to go that far, then you need to check yourself from within. I mean, just just yeah. tell the truth. So would it be so would it be fair to say that Will Smith was an F boy? Not the <laughs> not the actor. Not not I me, mean, I'm sorry, not the, the person, not the actual the actor. Because if you remember the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He was, yeah. He was about that life. Will Smith wasn't yeah. Was yeah. He, he did an he, episode. He did an episode. I mean this this, I mean, this, shows, you this shows you how episodes many episodes I watched, watched the Fresh Prince. I watched every episode of the Fresh Prince. But there was an episode where Will Smith was getting was with, getting with uh, what's the actress uh, name? Kim Fields, I believe. Who, who was saving herself, was saving until, herself marriage. until marriage? <laughs> and Will Smith's character, Will Smith, said, "Hey, let's get married." But he only did but that, that to get to get into her pants. Yeah, correct. So he, so, so he, so would it be fair to say he was an F boy? Wow. RJ got a question. What's up? This is something I've never really been able to process. So I do understand that I don't I don't condone any man, you know, lying or saying that he wants one thing and he's really looking for something else. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of like if you meet somebody, even if they say they want marriage, if in three weeks you're sleeping with them, you're not married to them yet. You made a decision too. You know what I mean? Like whether they will really have good intentions or not. You made a decision based off of what? Like you, you don't have the marriage yet. You don't have a promise yet. You don't have a real commitment yet. So I feel like if you made that decision in the heat of the moment or whatever to, to be with somebody or to sleep with somebody or continue to do that, like, can you really say, oh, this person tricked me or they did me wrong? No, you two adults made a decision. That person may be a, a scummy person for mm. knowing that they don't want X, Y, Z, but you didn't have XYZ when you made the decision to do whatever you did. So how do you, like, how do you justify saying this person took advantage of you? Yeah. I, I've never been or, or, can, or, or can you ask the question, or can you ask like, what signs did you see early on with the guy before you moved on? It, like, so my, th my thought process is if, like if somebody's looking for a relationship, right? What are your, like, what are the standards that you're willing to not go past? So if you say you this guy and you're looking for a relationship, but you say he might be a quote unquote F boy because he could be lying, then maybe the standard is I don't sleep with this person until I actually get the commitment that I'm looking for. But if you don't have that standard and you sleep with this person prior to that commitment, and then you find out later he wasn't really serious, but you're like, Oh, he did me wrong. But you made a decision prior to getting anything of the standard. I'm not saying he's right. He's actually wrong. But isn't that a shared responsibility at that point? Or no? Let's ask a woman. I will say, I want to, I got something to say. Now, that Baker. is true. That is true. I will say this, RJ. It is a shared responsibility. But we're talking about initially. And initially, if we're looking at your profile and your profile is saying something, be, we're attracted to what it is saying that you are looking for. So at that point, it has nothing to do with shared responsibility. It has something to do with you being genuine about what you're looking for. 
and okay okay when you get finished and not literally literally putting out there something that we know that it is not now once you get to know that person and you vibing with that person then it's my choice let it be my choice don't you make a choice for me don't you dare tell me you yes. want to do something else and then you because that is leading someone in the wrong direction now if i decide to leave my cat and i lead it in that direction that's my choice that it, 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 we can't say oh you know hey well he did do that but um you decided to give it up anyway so who fault it no 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 i i agree with you in certain aspects of that but also i feel like the initial you know interaction with someone especially online dating especially when you don't know that person and they're really trying to sell who they are as a genuine person and who what they want from you they should just go ahead and put it out there there are people online that put it out there like look i'm just looking for this and they no, I agree. I agree. no i agree i just i just didn't understand that if if you meet somebody, let's say, let's say I met you, right, and we go out on four dates. My profile did say I'm looking for marriage, or I'm looking for a relationship. It may be true, but on date four, we have some type of chemistry and we sleep together. We haven't gotten to relationship status. We haven't gotten to, of course, not marriage status. And let's say after that, we talk some more, but it just fizzle out. Do I become an F boy because it didn't turn into a relationship? Because I've heard, I've heard women say, well, you know, this this person did this to sleep with me, but in that scenario, I don't I don't agree with that. I feel like the sleeping with each other was a mutual decision, and it happened because it didn't blossom into what this person originally said that they wanted, or this person didn't turn out to be what you wanted. You can't say that this person did something wrong to me. Now, if it's deliberate, like I need to be in a relationship with you before I sleep with you, and I say, well, yeah, let's be together, and then sleep with you, and then I disappear. Absolutely wrong. That is that boy behavior, right? right? That's yeah. yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Because I mean, you might be just like 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 Star said, you just vibing, you feeling it. And as a woman, we have the right to make that decision. Say, you know what? I'm making a decision. I'm going to surrender my body or give, or I'm making the choice to merge my body with this other person to have this this experience. And again, we have the right to be, that's the, that's the power of agency. But when it is, you know, you waiting and waiting, the old boy is waiting and waiting and waiting because he like, I just need to be able to see if I can get it. I just need to be able to see if I can get it. Because again, there are a lot of profiles that are like, yeah, you know, they putting it out there. They're like, hey, I'm a, you know, Dom looking for a sub. I'm in the BDSM. I'm in the polyamory. I'm in this and this and that. That gives me the opportunity to make the decision to say, hey, this is just not something I want to do. And I'm okay with that. Because then I'm like, I appreciate that information. That's the information that I can use. But if you're like, I'm looking for marriage. I don't want no, no, uh, I'm not just looking to smash. I don't believe in casual sex. Da 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 And then my first conversation, again, after three sentences, you like, man, what size is your bra? Can I come over? Um, You know, tell me how you would give me certain oral situations like right. I, i've had it happen more times than i can count from people that are like marriage is the only thing on my mind and that's <laughs> like you know literally in the profile and then immediately we haven't made it through 10 minutes of conversation and then that's what's happening it's just it's it's annoying if nothing else and then well, you have to wait through all that 
Jessica, well, maybe they may consider you guys married after initial conversation. Because, you know, back <laughs> in the days, after initially trying <laughs> and having intercourse, then you were officially considered married back in the day. Mm, oh, Maybe in their mind, they're thinking after that initial conversation, that initial, hey, hey, y'all married. So now they can have these type of conversations where they're talking about what your hoo-ha look like. All right, just send me a picture real quick. I just want to see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you send it to me, if you send it to me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send something back. <laughs> but real quick, just because you know, as 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 she said that someone said that marriage is totally what's on my mind. The only thing I'm focused on, even if that is completely true. Uh, there are steps, you know, before you get to marriage. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's a few things you have to go through. So if something feels out like RJ said before y'all get to that point, that doesn't make necessary he did something wrong. It's just that y'all didn't do it till you got to that particular point. Right. Sometimes, you know what I mean? So so if he say he want to be married and and it doesn't get to that point. I mean, it, it happens sometimes for whatever reason, things fizzle out. But if y'all decide to make a conscious effort to sleep with each other, do whatever before that point, sometimes it's kind of nobody's fault. Is is what they say? Right. They say charge it to the game. Sometimes it just fizzles out for whatever reason. Yeah, but that, I agree. But I it agree. depends on. I think what the ladies have said is you can kind of tell early on. Oh, we got Melinda Woods in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on, we got to bring you on properly. Cause I know you, <laughs> I, I I know you ready to dive right in, dive right in, Melinda. But uh, g- thank you for coming back on the Beat Break Morning Show. All right, go ahead, Melinda. Uh huh. No, yeah, I just it's. I mean, I, I don't I don't think we should be um, silly, right? And ignore what we just know. Like you know the difference between someone someone acting as if they're interested in something long term and someone who was um, putting out candy to attract a certain type of person with no intentions of long-term. That behavior is two different things. Now, if you have the behavior of someone who is looking for something long-term and it, and it so happens to not pan out, that's one thing. But it's too many cases where it's obvious, like I think Jessica may have mentioned, one case where it's like, this is obviously, you know, you were, it was like a bait and switch type thing. Yeah. Well said, well said. Yeah. I mean, if he asking you your bra size and what color your pants is, I mean, obviously that's, you know, red flags and, you know, <laughs> you have to move on. Somebody, I want somebody serious. Please don't ask me for sex. That's just not what I'm here for. And then immediately in the chat, it's like, man, how big are they, though? Just, I mean, could I please know? It's just bothered me. Mm-hmm. Sir, bye. Then you got to get blocked because that's. And, and it, it's just unattractive and it's, it's so many things and it reads to so many other things that might be going on. And again, there are plenty of prostitutes on these online dating apps <laughs> that are ready to give you exactly what you want. Yep. Immediately. Yep. Without you having to vote <laughs> or, or entice or anything like that. And they're ready to give it to you. Why would you go for it, go after them? Instead, you're like, no. The one that said, please don't ask me for sex. You're like, no, her. That's who I need. That's who I want. That's what I got to have. And then you turned it into something else, and you be like, "Oh, you stuck up because you don't want to." I guess so. Yeah, too bad. But I, I mean, the game has changed, ladies and gentlemen. The game has changed, and like these dating apps, through this, these dating apps are wow. I be in those dating apps, and I be seeing women that 
look like they could be out there in the streets at night but then if you look at that profile the description some of them are working as government official employees some of them are ITs and some of them might be a police officer you know so I mean <laughs> I'm just oh well we'll say that you can be a very um, um, sexually charged high high sexual individual and still be looking for something long term yet again right. right but but Melinda here's the thing though here's the thing okay so we're on dating apps we're on social media all the time and I see it all the time of women sticking their asses out showing all of this and stuff like that but you cannot get mad at the men that be shooting their shot via dms because of what they saw you posing as on social media and on dms what you put out there is what you get Ooh, look at you shooting fire let shots let me say <laughs> i say this all the time i say this all the time the energy that you put out is going to come back to you I'm not mad. In that instance, I'm not mad because I don't care about somebody DMing me because I'll just ignore the hell out of you, right? So that's, right. The, that's not a thing. I mean, if you're talking about intentional profile, right, that says this is, I'm, I'm looking to date. Uh, if you're on social media, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily looking to date. Some people are really into themselves and they're showcasing their beauty and external, internal. If you love it, if you like it, great. That doesn't mean that I'm going to talk to you in the DM. It doesn't mean that I'm looking to have a marriage with you either. So those are two different things to me. Now, when you're on an app, which I think you guys were kind of talking about, or even you can be on social media in a, in a, in a dating uh, room or what have you group. That's a, a little different. And I personally am not angry at anybody thinking that they're coming at somebody any kind of way. But that does not remove intention. And that does not remove people being able to use their reason to judge your intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all. That's all I'm saying. The dude we had on the show last time, Star, he met the woman of his life supposedly on Facebook. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, I listened to it. He said he was looking for one thing. And he was not going to be doing no long distance dating. He ain't going out his way. He done tried that and ain't did that. And the moment that lady opened up her uh, legs, sent a video of her hoo-ha, he got in his car and drove his ass on the <laughs> He eliminated the distance. That don't, but that don't make him an F-boy. Let's just say for clarity purposes, that doesn't make him an F-boy. That doesn't make. Uh huh. Hypocritical. Weak, weak, weak for the VJJ. Weak for the VJJ. Okay. Because I can see made him take that extra. The the VJJ made him go back on everything he said. Okay. And take that trip. RJ got a point though. RJ, what the question was? I said, what does that make her? Oh, I mean, I, I got a lot of words for what that make her, but I'm, we're, not, we're not focused on what, what what she did. We're focused on what he, because he had boundaries he had set up and he had made some standards for himself. And the moment 
that an opportunity presented itself in, a, in another light, the light that he wasn't trying to go back into, he hopped right on into it. And so it goes back to what you said again, RJ, about people, you know, saying some things and doing some other things. He said some things. We're all, we're all walking other- to some degree. <laughs> you know, so yeah. you know, yeah. I, I mean, if I if we can be honest, we've all said something. I'm not doing that, and yeah, you did that. So you know, maybe that was his moment. Maybe she was the one, <laughs> or maybe the picture was that great. I mean, you know, <laughs> it was a video, and I'm pretty sure it was okay. that. Just um, it up. It was really encouraging for him. Um, however, what I will say is he, on that episode, he still left in question of what could possibly be because after he went and got the hoo-ha he still went back to well i don't know where we are i'm still trying to figure that out so for me it's kind of like it defeated the whole purpose because you're now you now went back you should have just stuck to your gun and kept it where it was or whatever the case may be and you know we we go through these things i'm not perfect we go through these things but it comes to a point where sometimes you just gotta stand on your ground, even if it looks real good and tasty, and you just want a little sample of it. You might just pick that sample up. I, I, just, I, I just think it's it's just communication to me. It's just communication to me from the jump. Like, where are we? Before or after? Because sometimes there can be a Love Jones moment. You can meet somebody, you can click, you all have sex on the first night, the second night you know what I mean and then sparks could fly <laughs> whoa whoa wait wait whoa now wait 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 hey. <laughs> hey hey now yeah yeah, you gotta slow down. Wait a minute. Hold on now. <laughs> why not? Like, why? I'm giving my body away hella fast. Let's yeah, not get the papers down. Let's do it. The gravity, Wait, so giving, yo, the giving gravity. Giving a body away equates to marriage? Yeah, no, but it's a major life decision. Whoa, 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 whoa. Giving a body away equates to, I'm, I'm just gonna re echo what Mario Watts said. Giving your body away equates to marriage? It is. That's how y'all need to think, and then y'all wouldn't be so quick to give that penis up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that used to be, always, to Star's point, that was definitely the measurement back in the day. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But sex is, sex is not one-sided, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, if I'm having sex with a woman, she's consenting. Like, so it's not one-sided, so it's not... It's not I, I gave something to her or she gave we gave something to each other. Like So you so so you are also married, sir. Right. So when you have sex, that's all that means. The same rules apply to you, sir. I didn't I didn't hear you coming. You are also been married. Not just the woman, also the man also, if he's having sex with someone. That's all that says. Like it's it, it, if it is equal, then it's equal, right? So the gravity that women put on their body, if you want to put that same level of gravity on the on your body and access to it, then great. And there are some men who do. Few, but there are some men who do. You know, there's a difference between sex and, you know, there's a difference between sex and intimacy. Yes, correct. 
but also as women from that from a very early age we are taught to place value on our bodies on our virginity on our sexuality and everything so we are taught very differently about how we view what sex is do yeah. some of us cast those thoughts away as we get older or do or do our mindsets evolve yes but from a little girl i know personally i was taught that you don't just give that to any anybody or, or anyone just because and that's a lot of times where we're put in these crazy situations where if consent is not an option you know that someone has taken something away from you that's why the word violation is used because it's something that's being stolen and so if you look at it from that point of view you're like this is a heavy weight of, uh, an imaginary but heavy weight on a female's shoulders when she is entering to, into this where we you know again you know church kid and whatever this covenant and again that's why you were betrothed and a conversation could have meant engagement and then marriage and all other stuff and even though it's not like that anymore it's still like that for some of us and so you can't so it's like i have my most precious gift and jewel that i'm only supposed to let one person touch but then i let a hundred people touch but for me and they're like i got skills <laughs> he wants up <laughs> You know, but, they shaking it in the hand. That's the part, that's the part I don't understand, though. That's the part I don't understand. If if it is this precious jewel, and you're only supposed to let one person touch it, why didn't you not just let one person touch it? When you made a decision to let more than one person touch it, I, I guess I'm I'm trying to figure out what what are you saying? Are you saying that like who who does who does that responsibility lie on if you are taught that, but you but you quote unquote violate that? Because if that were the case, and the woman that did not wait until marriage, what what does that say about her? Does that say, because if you only waited for one person, then this wouldn't be a conversation. You would have waited until you were actually married to have sex, if that was the, the standard. But if you did it outside of that, it's almost like you rolled the dice before time, but you can't be mad if you rolled the dice before this standard thing happened. Is that, maybe I'm, I'm looking at that, it differently. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, because there are instances, and I'll say that I've been in that situation on both ends. So when I, I was married previously, many, many moons ago, but I was married previously, and I was a virgin when I got married because my intention was to only give that precious jewel to one person. The marriage did end. And so post-marriage, I had to make a decision in regards to dating and sex and relationships, et cetera, on how I would move forward. Um, there were certain deficient discrepancies from being with only one person because not lack of knowledge, based information, teaching, etc. Um, when I use the word, and also just to backtrack, when I use the word violation, I'm talking about assault, lack of consent when something is happening. I'm not talking about like violation in regards to just handing it out because again, that is decision based. But it's decisions in both scenarios. Decision to save myself for my husband, a decision to have sex after my marriage. And when I'm going through these relational situations, I every time I'm with someone, I have to make the decision that I'm going to do it. So I'm not talking about me trying to lay the guilt or blame or whatever you want to call it on somebody else. It is a mutual situation. Unless, unless it lacks consent, then that is considered a violation and or assault. But when I am talking about me just making a decision to be with someone, yes, it is my choice and my decision. If I decide to do this, if we both say we want a relationship, but we both decide before we enter into a relationship that we are going to have some physical interaction that results in sex, then that is both mutually our decision. But, and nobody's putting all the blame on, on men. Cause again, it's a lot of women, it's some, some, you know, some bad girls out there that's, you know, doing the thing and they, they do it for sport too. You know, the, I guess the locker room talk or whatever you want to call it. It's some, it's some wild girls out there. But for 
those of us who are making decisions to not just, you know, hand it out like Skittles. Again, you constantly are fighting with that mindset of yeah. being sexually liberated, owning your body, etc., having new experiences, but also understanding that there are still social stigmas that are connected to being promiscuous or being sexually free in certain areas. And you could just use certain language and be considered someone that is not valued or pristine or whatever, whether you're doing it or not, it's certain assumptions that happen. And you have to garner yourself because they like, man, we did it on the first night. I didn't know you was a hoe. <laughs> Even though we both had that same situation. Right. I had sex with you and you had sex with me, but I'm the hoe. I like, all never that in my life kids. thought that way. Ever. And when we, right. if you did it with someone on the first night, I've never looked at it like you disgust me after we've done well, it. You, you, very mature. you know, that to me I thought we, we, we vibed and whatever happened happened because we was adults and, and that was that. I never thought anything because if you're gonna call her a hoe, what does that make you though? You know what I mean? If yeah. you're looking at it realistically. I like what you're saying. You mature. That's a mature man. That's a mature mind, not a premature mind. So when you think like that, you're actually looking at the bigger picture. Like, yeah, we just, we vibe, we smashed. It is what it is. It's over. But a lot of minds ain't mature. They ain't on that level. So they looking like, she, oh, she done gave it up on the first night. She, she loose. She and and remember the conversation was relative to marriage. So right. if you think about that woman differently, than you would thinking about someone that is wife material. So that's really the, not just in general, you are all right with me, but does your, <laughs> does she somehow drop or change in your evaluation system of women from that activity is really more of the question. Cause I've heard a lot of men say, well, how, how do I know she ain't doing that with every dude she date? That's normally the question that I've heard come up. And again, that may not be you gentlemen, that may, that may never come across your mind ever because you know, y'all descended, but there are some gentlemen who might have that mindset. And again, they were there too. They got what they needed. But they're like, oh, like, oh, she just gave it. I mean, the first the first night, oh my God. Or the third date, or ah, it only took me three weeks to break that down. Or oh. And so you see the, you know, the, the difference in how yeah, things I, I, are. I see the difference, but we'd all run out, we are all of a certain age here. We'd all run ourselves ragged if you were about you know the past cause let's say right now if if me and you got to a certain point i wouldn't be expecting you to have saved yourself for me at this point and if i'm sitting here worrying about your past i would rather for you to be with the right one than to save yourself for just one you know what i mean it, mm -hmm. I, I mean that's that's the way i would it look at from it. my experiences you know i mean it's just one of those things like it, it again being in a marriage where i was virgin there were certain things that just weren't on my mind didn't understand didn't know until i learned you know, and so yeah. you're not going to get the same person that just weathered the storms, has been had some hills and valleys, all those things. Um, but <laughs> it's just one of those things. I'm like, and again, you're speaking, like Star said, you're speaking from a mature gentleman's mindset. Um, and we're speaking about the 97% that we probably deal with on these dating apps that are not in, in that same mindset. They, they're here to the, divide and conquer those legs. Mmm. 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 Conquer those legs. Yeah. Divide, divide and conquer. <laughs> I, I do have a question. And for those who are just tuning in to the Beat Break Morning Show, we are piggybacking on 
one of our last episodes on dating in Atlanta. This is dating in Atlanta part two or just dating in general. We have our guests, RJ Hodges. We have Jess. We have Melinda Woods. We also have Mario Watts from the Random Select Podcast. Yours truly, Sean Garvey, along with Star Kells. DJ Roland couldn't make it this morning. But that leads me to my next question. And you all kind of somewhat partially answered it, but I want to dig a little bit deeper into it and i want to piggyback on something that jess just mentioned is there such thing as an f girl because if we're going to throw the term f boy it should be equal across the board i mean should it should it not yes yes it's 100 percent true same criteria too. same criteria mm-hmm. same criteria f girls He's out there trying to get it, trying to see what you, trying to see what you can get out of the situation. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the times, what I witnessed is women just trying to get things or whatever, and they use their sexuality as a tool or they weaponize it so that it will be something to be able to get you what you want in these situations. And so again, there are plenty of sugar daddy girl types. You can go see somebody old that can't really eat, or you ain't really gotta give up no sugar. But instead, you're like, oh, I'm gonna make the decision to pull it out of somebody that I know I can emotionally or mentally control and I use my sex and my sexuality to be able to draw them in. I've seen mm. them with that too. Again, it depends on your own personal moral compass. Mm. Um, but mm. women can, just, can be equally as predatory. And that's the whole point. I feel like the F-boy or F-girl behavior is based out of predatory behavior. If there is no respect. There are no boundaries. You're going to get what you, what you need to You're going to say what you need to say, do what you need to do to get what you want. So if that's sex, if that is material good, whatever, you're going to and be like, ah, thanks. And then you discard that person after that, whatever, I got what I needed. What did that need has been fulfilled? And then you move on to the next person or get end or get Jess broke it down. Well, you know what? I think, I think, you know what, Jess? I think I attracted a few F girls in my lifetime. I think I have, you know, and because there, there are some F girls out there that will look at a nice guy like myself and take advantage of what he has or what he could bring to the table. I've been in those circumstances and situations at the time, you know, and it, it wasn't just, just the sex. It could just be something where, you know i'm just gonna go out with this guy i'm not really attracted to him but i'm just trying to get a free meal i'm just trying to get out of the house oh that free meal Ooh. thing is a whole situation Ooh. don't let you be hungry you want some crab legs just go out and be like mm, you hungry you feel like going out or you want to go to the juicy you want to go to the juicy crab <laughs> we're gonna it's the whole thing. Man, oh, man. Story, like you said that, I'm bored. What you doing? I'm just bored. You want to go out somewhere? <laughs> it always starts that way. You want some company? No, thank you. No, I don't want any company. I'm great. But, but as a man, once you get to the point in your life where you realize that every woman you come in contact with or, or might like you, you ain't meant to sleep with every woman, it opens up your brain to see more things because once you can't be manipulated by sex anymore it, it deduces f girls in your life because ultimately we all you know most men are trying to get to the sex once it's not weaponized like she said anymore then you start seeing things for how they really are and then you start realizing oh she don't bring to the table what i would want 
and and like RJ said about standards, once you stop mm-hmm. moving the line on your standards, a lot of boot BS can't come your way no more because you're standing fast on that standard line. Right, and also I feel like there's an oversaturation of information shared in ways that it's just like ridiculous. If you if you gentlemen knew how many DMs we get through all sorts of social media. You post a picture fully clothed. I got on a, a nun's habit, but I might have on some lip gloss. Man, them lips right. just looking so amazing. Mm. I, everything mm. is covered. This is covered. <laughs> this is covered, and all you see is 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 my face. It's like wow. And then you th- and then don't add in the penis pics. It's like you can get penis anywhere, and so you have to bring something to the table besides you swinging that thing around, thinking I'm going to be enticed by it. It's not. It's not that serious. And so, you know, meeting, especially, I'm 39, but meeting men over 40, they are worse than the 25 year olds in mm. some ways in regards mm. to how thirsty they seem. Yeah. For, yeah. you know, are you a virgin, sir? And if you are, that's another conversation to have. And it might be a point where we could have some some great discussion, a great, you know, break it, a breakdown of, of what that means and why you're still there at 40 years old. However, you being just, I mean, just a, a true hunger for which you've never had from me specifically is annoying. Again, you can get penis anywhere. I want you to bring something else to the table. And I'm sure for, you know, men like, you know, a lot of men talk about, well, we gotta be attractive first. Which we don't, you know, gotta be attractive. I don't wanna have to desire you sexually. It's a hundred percent a part of it for us too. It's just not the totality of how we, it's not what drives us if we're really looking for a relationship. Yes, you're attractive. That's why I swipe right or left. That's why I engaged in conversation in the chat, et cetera. But it's not the totality of why I'm trying to get to know you because attraction can come from anything. And then if you're a good enough man, you may not have had whatever it is I thought I wanted height wise or, you know, whatever. But if you're a dope individual, that pulls me in and then you become a fury, you're just elbow in my eyes. And then nobody, if you get away from my man, that's my man, get away. And I'm gonna, you know, send up the, set up the guard dog. So I'm like, you gonna want him. I know he's amazing, blah, 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 blah. But I think we are, I, I feel like our views are always so lopsided and they never really match up to how, what you actually really want in the end. You want somebody stable, you want somebody honest, you want somebody kind, you want somebody that's willing to go the long haul with you. And I don't think that, I feel like we let so many other things happen before that about financial status, looks, how will how quick we're willing to give up sex and all the other stuff and i think it takes away from us actually really getting to connect with somebody mm. I, mm. I, I want to piggyback on something you said just a few moments ago about <clears throat> when you all were young girls little girls you all were taught to respect the temple to protect the temple right us guys we were taught or you know guys like myself maybe rj and mario i can't speak on behalf of every guy but i know coming up in a christian family i was taught to not have sex until you get married but then i had fellas some fellas tell me hey sean whatever you do when you go in on a woman or when it goes down make sure you wrap it up make sure you wear a condom section one of the two either wrap it up or wait until you get married and so we were taught so many different things coming up in our adolescent stages all the way up to adulthood it could kind of somewhat be confusing at times because you're taught one thing and then you're taught another thing and then you know that whole curiosity kills the cat 
as you get older you be like i know i was taught to wait until marriage now i know i was taught to be celibate but i'm just curious to know what it feels like before i get married because there may be a situation where you know you get with somebody and you still want to wait until you get married or what have you you get with somebody this person is the one treat you with respect treat you with kindness all type of things right but you may not know how they put it down in the bedroom until you all get married and i've heard stories <laughs> of uh yeah i waited for i waited five six years and then once we got into the bedroom it wasn't what i thought it would be <laughs> there are there are tools Make, that can be utilized to enhance one's experience if if the participants are open to it yeah that's what i was about to say some people are stuck in their ways and you can be the most open and say hey i want to help you get to where i'm at i want to we let's explore together and some people be, be, uh, like she said have been taught by certain people that you don't do this you don't, don't do that and there's no taking them out of that that mode in that moment what do you do when when, when you run into that situation you just stuck because they refuse to you know open up well then you go open up somewhere else you go open just up like somewhere that. else while you are legally married yep. that's what i don't like just like that yeah. just like that just, but just you go make sure you let them know hey um you're not willing to open up i don't want to leave you but i can i go open up somewhere so you so you're basically asking that person hey can i be an f-boy or can I be an F girl? No, because no, F girls no. don't ask. They just do that. See, I'm being respectful. I'm I'm coming to you. I'm communicating. I'm saying, look, I love you, baby. I ain't going nowhere. But you 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 uncomfortable in this area, and it looks like you ain't never gonna get comfortable. And I'm unhappy, and uh, it ain't working in this area. Now I don't wanna leave you, but I'm I can I go out and open up with somebody. And what if that person <laughs> says no? What if that person says no? Well, they were fully warned and I had communication. <laughs> now, if that situation was flipped around and that was a, a, a man coming, you know, that wouldn't work. You, you wouldn't like that if somebody came and said that to you because you'd be feeling like, what did I not do? Y'all might as well just break up. That that's not a that that environment is gonna become the each his own brother. The each his own. <laughs> she said what she said. So each <laughs> it's gonna own. become toxic after after a while. No, because this is the thing for me. I ain't gonna have that question. Okay. I know this from experience. I ain't gonna have that question. Ain't no man finna be they, they don't ask that question to me because I I know how to take care of my man. However, I do understand that there are people that aren't as open-minded, aren't as welcoming to certain things. Now we can come to an understanding and sometimes we learn that that person is not like me in that area. And we knew this before we got, even if the person is a virgin, you can tell that that person gonna be about some type of stuff. Cause some virgins, they go, they, they do a lot of things. I know, cause I, I started out late in life. I did a lot of things before I got that, uh, 
the wood, you know what I'm saying? You know, experimenting. And so you will know where they're gonna be at once they <laughs> once they, but if they all dry and they ain't even willing to do nothing beforehand, a little touch, a little, you know, a little something, some little licks, little finger playing, none of that. Man, come on, that's your fun. Let me tell you, let me let me tell you how much. Let me tell you how much I am of a nice guy and why I feel like women out there and uh, let me just say the women that are out there that are passing up on good nice guys okay let me tell you how much of a nice guy I am I told my ex when we were going through our stuff that if anything was to happen to you you may have been handicapped you may have got cancer whatever I would never ever ever leave you nor have sex with anybody else not only that I was a nice guy but that I sh- that's how much I showed her that I was really really in love with her and a lot of you would have not said that But that's but you know that's that depends on the individual. That's you, Star. Because I'm personally, I'm about a principled person. Period. Like I, I don't. The concept of that you just are, you know, animalistically can't control yourself is I don't really do well with. Um, it's kind of a little bit like Jessica said. It's all a decision, and a choice. It's not like I gotta do it. So that's what happened. No. So so if you can control yourself and you've decided to have the principle of you want your you are committing your body to a particular person no matter what then that's great that you have that constitution i think it's beautiful as well but i wouldn't go as far as to say that why what 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 is the fear of when you say it i guess it's not for me it's not a fear well I, i'll say this it depends on who i am with you know how mm. i express mm. myself because I can very well be feeling a lot of different things, but um, like, like, okay, I'll give an example. I was in a relationship for eight years. After learning him and, and knowing how he receives information and uh, what love looks like to him, I felt like I could die for him. Like I would, I would do anything for him. And, um, but, at a certain point, I didn't express that. And not because I was afraid, but also because I realized he didn't receive the words. He, me speaking that meant nothing to him. He, that was in his language. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah, so that's a specific so, situation that makes sense, I guess. But you, in recommending that someone not say it, that felt it. I'm, I guess I'm just trying to get at what would be the reason. In your case, it was because it wouldn't have made any difference in your estimation. Yeah. It wouldn't have helped you, but in, in in the case of the brother here, he's saying he said it, and you're saying that's probably bad. I just want to, I'd like to dig a little deeper with that. because that's the it was bad. Problem. I didn't say it was bad. I said I wouldn't have said that. I right, so, that's all I said. But, but so he was with somebody different than the and guy you were with eight years. it didn't matter so. because he says she's an ex. 
So you saying what I just said is probably the reason why she went stage left fully. Cause I was in the moment. I was I was in the moment. I was being sentimental. I was being sentimental. See this RJ, this is the thing that confuses me. This is the thing that confuses me when it comes to communication between men and women. You women want to hear what they want to hear, right? And they we tell you all the truth. We tell you all the truth. Like like Star said, like Star said in the season finale, just be direct. We are direct. <laughs> we telling you we are direct okay so so bring some clarity to the table then star what 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 are we doing wrong that's not how i said it <laughs> no that ain't that's not how sean said it i said hey you know what's on your mind talk to me what's going on what's on your mind talk to me what's going on what's on your mind no that's not direct that's not direct that's I'm just simply direct. asking a question. No, the question you really want to answer. Question. What's the question you really want the answer what, to? What, what's that? What you what, doing? What, what was the question you really want to answer? I just asked, what's on your mind? Talk to me. What's going on? What's on your mind? Talk to me. What's going on? What? What were? What? No, she's asking you. What exactly did you want to know? And we what, knew exactly what's going through your mind because of the cadence in your phone. Like I can tell, you have a certain cadence in in your tone when you talk to Sean Garvey. I can already tell. Like okay, something's going on. Like I'm, I'm 37. So I have mastered in the art of communication with people. That people's cadence people, and tone switches up because of something that they are not telling me. That they are not telling me. But you, you, no, we had two scenarios. And remember, DJ Rose okay. was saying that you, when the person, the woman says that she's busy, they're mm -hmm. making another man. And I was telling you that you literally have to ask that question. Don't beat around and talk about what's on so your mind. So, what am I supposed to say know? then? So, what am I supposed to say then? Okay, and, and if we if we ask that question, if we ask that question, because I've asked women that in the past, you know what they ask me? Well, Sean, why would you ask me a question like that? You get in defense mode. So and keep asking the damn question. Especially they get in defense no. mode. No, no, that's that's some high school stuff. We're not doing that. <laughs> We're not doing that. It's a straightforward question. But why would you assume that somebody is with another man or woman? That's bad manifestation. Of, that's why would why, you? That's why. But see, Melinda, that's why I asked. What's on your mind? Talk to me. I think that would be more respectable than me. At that's what you want to know. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm a. I'm a person that will ask that. Mario, come here, man. Mario, come here. Yeah. Thank you. What are you being to do? Wait, Mario, come. Are you there? I'm that's what I would add. I'm here. Oh. He's breaking out. Yeah, Mario going. Yeah, Mario going in and out. He asked the question, what are you busy doing? Mario asked the question, what are you busy? Okay, he's gonna come back on. What Mario asked the question, what are you busy doing? Yeah, that's the question. That's what you really want to ask. Okay, and your response would be what? 
it depends on how I feel about you. To be honest with you, like if you're if you're somebody that deserves a, a you know that type of depth of information, I'm probably gonna tell you. I'm more of an open book, so I'm probably. But if you're somebody that's annoying and ridiculous, and mm. then I may mm. give you more deflection, which is more of an indication than don't ask me nothing because I really don't want to talk to you. I'm just you know I'm just you know I'm I'm just I'm I'm just straight simple. From the gate, let's just be real. Let's just ask each other: Are you ready for a relationship? Yes or no? Are you ready to go on a? Are you ready to date? Yes or no? Are you? Are you? Um, are you more of a communicator via phone or text? Yes or no? Just those simple questions from the gate. From from the gate. From the gate. Don't switch up. Don't switch up as we go along. Don't be like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to date. I'm ready to be serious. Da, da, da. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do it. And then down the road, you're like. So they were ready to date you and be serious with you. So there is another element to it. <laughs> right? Like, so so that could be true. Right? And then you get to the intangible part. Like, I'm not just ready to date anybody. I'm not just ready to be serious with anybody. Right. So there are some yes or no's and prerequisites to see if we're in the same space, headspace. But then there's the 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 um you know the chemistry piece, which is different from that. Yeah. That is definitely true, Sean. And I hope you receive that information. <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, Star, is that in general, people change up. People change their minds all the time. I'm not just saying just on women i'm saying on dudes too because there are dudes f boys out there that do the same thing they say oh yeah i want to date you i want to be with you i want to be with you and they change up do it then well to do so yeah as long as you're leaving from yep. the beginning then that's different but if somebody starts to date you and they start to see that hey right. you know mm -mm, mm -mm, you ain't to you then they have the entitled to change their mind it's and they should say that instead of continuing to um, take part in the parts that they like and have no intention then at that point to right. do the other thing. That's, that's where what, the issue is. That's what yeah. I, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying communication. That's all I'm saying, people. Just communication. Yeah, but, I mean, I agree. I agree with Star. You don't, I mean, more often than not, you don't change your mind or else you, every single person you ever met, you would be with. That would be your person. Right. <laughs> So, I mean, if you're in the dating process, more often than not, mm. it's not going to be the one person if that's what, you know. So you got to have the latitude to change on both sides. And the it's issue okay. Is, mm -hmm. What? What? And it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. But I, mean, but, I mean, if you, but yeah, it's okay if you, yeah, you're right. You have free will to change your mind and switch up and what have you. But then that lets me know that you're not ready to take it to the next level yeah and then you're not ready you get the going you get the moving on that helps you make your next decision correct yeah don't dwell in it I it may be hard but you gotta do it just move on you know what you, yeah i was feeling her i like her we was vibing but she's not where she's not there don't force it um just move on i learned a long time to start listening to what men say <laughs> Okay, if he said he ain't ready to commit, even though he's doing committed things and he's acting like you're in a relationship and doing relationship things, if he says out of his mouth, I ain't there yet, I ain't he ain't ready. So you move on and you do not continue to do those relationship things with a man that's not ready because he gonna do those relationship things, but that doesn't mean that he wants to commit to you fully and solely. 
So you just gotta listen to what they say and take it for what it is and move on. I said in the last episode, when a man show you who they are, you believe them. Yeah, I that's all people. That's all right. That's all people. That's my Angelou. All people. Yeah. <laughs> believe yes. them. Believe them. Yes. yes. You got to. You got to. I got a question, y'all. I'm gonna ask y'all this question, right? So I went on. I went on a, a few dates with this guy, right? I met him offline. We went on a date. We're cool. Was it couple, right? Was it couple? Was it a couple? Couple. Was it couple? The, the couple. Couple. Oh, hell no. It wasn't a couple yet. But I'm going to go on there there too. <laughs> but I'm excited to go on couples.com. Uh, Do you hear me? But uh, no, it was Tinder. And um, I had had some past experience on, on Tinder and I just got off of it. And then I went back on it because I was bored. And so I just, you know, was swiping right and swiping left. And then I got like, you know, I saw something that I was like, ooh. And, you know, we kind of connected and then we went on our first date and then we went on another like went on another date and another date now now we're cool or whatever we even started like working out together just kind of like really vibing or whatnot Mm -hmm. and then he called me up one day and he asked me now before i even get there you know people have pets they love their pets you know they treat their pets like children and all of these things right and so he called me up one day and asked me, can I watch his cat for three days? Wait, 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 wait. You said, watch his cat or watch? Cat sit. Cat okay. sit. Okay. Cat, cat sit. Like babysit his cat. And from <laughs> I've known from him, he loves this cat. This cat is like his child. Like, you know, like everything. Like, mm. and I'm just like, me and you ain't even known each other a good two weeks and you're asking me to child sit. I, mm. I I don't know how to take that because I immediately asked him, I was like, I, I don't know how to feel. Should I feel flattered that you're asking me to watch your child? Because, you know, I know you have friends. I know you have other people and you feel that comfortable with me? Like... What did he say? He was like, yeah, he said from, well, from my experience and stuff, you seem pretty responsible and dependable. And I said, or is it you asked everybody that you could ask, (laughs) then you asked me last. Like, you know, well, shit, I'm all out of action. Let me just throw it out at her. Which even is even more bad because I'm like a stranger watching your child, but whatever. And he just kind of laughed that off. And for me, you laugh it off. I'm thinking, okay, that must have been it. Like, you, you know, I was at the bottom of the totem belt and you, you just kind of like, ooh, ding, ding, right? And, you know, he was just like, his initial answer was he thought I was responsible and um, he felt like my cat, his cat would be safe with me and I would take care of the cat, not harm the cat. But mm. my feelings is, I don't know you, you don't know me. I have a daughter. I'm not just gonna let some dude I started dating hold my daughter and be like, hey, can you watch it for three days? And these people love their pets. They they love them. They, you know, they got pets got their own room. They got a veterinarian doctor. They take them out on trips and vacations. Mm. And a, so mm. for you to love your pet that much, mm and put them in my hands 
I don't, I don't know y'all. That I'm, I'm. What y'all think? You don't want to deal. You don't want to deal with that cat litter. You don't want to deal. You don't want to deal with the, uh, <laughs> the work. <laughs> That's probably what it is, Star. You don't want to spoil. But is the issue that is? Are you questioning the the authenticity of his uh, proclaimed trust? Like I don't know if you're really authentic with that, or is it that he's too early, too fast? Trust me with him. I'm questioning his decision making at this point. You know, to act a stranger to watch your cat. Well, well how long have y'all known each other? Less than two weeks. Two weeks. She said two weeks. About two weeks. Less, less than two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's really soon. Too. And we went on three dates, and we worked out twice. So I guess we could say five dates. We worked out twice together. Yeah. And yeah, I put a lot of time and effort in those three weeks. Two, three weeks. Jeez. Enough to already sit your cat. <sighs> I'm just asking because maybe I'm, you know, I might be wrong. You know, I might be I don't know. I mean, I could see if he asked you, hey, I want you to meet my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a little bit more over the top. Not maybe, but that's that's over the top versus hey can you watch my cat can you cat sit okay so i don't okay. know you're saying that i should make a big deal out of it i think it's a little relaxed in my opinion um because next thing you'd be like hey could you come on would you mind coming over and cleaning up my house or you know i feel like he's getting really comfortable really soon uh that that's my initial thought like that's really really familiar and comfortable because again even though it's just the cat it's still a cat it's something to value but it's kind of like something off his short wheel that he's handing over like hey do this for me real quick for three days while i'm out of town you don't know me from adam i could be a cat killer <laughs> well have, i mean have you expressed you know, so, your, i don't know have you expressed a love for like cats too like sometimes people are like that they're like oh my god that's all you guys have talked about is cats and you have cats too and that would change the context i think if it was like that <laughs> and and then for me i don't have no pets i ain't <laughs> had no pets since i was little like i don't know how to damn watch a damn pet and and the crazy thing was i told him i was like well you know i don't i don't have no pets i i don't know the first thing about goddamn watching a pet like you know like and he was like yeah you know but I think you're responsible. And I was just like, uh, no, that's too comfortable too soon. He's trying to, nah, next is going to be clean up my apartment. I would say, I, I would say, I would say from, I would say if I'm a cat owner and I don't have anybody to watch my cat, but I know you with, whether it's in a short amount of days or months or whatever, I probably would consider that like, Hey, can you watch my cat? And in, in exchange, can I wash your car? Like, let me do something for you if you watch my cat. Like, let me wash your car. Let me cook for you for a week or two. Like, let or let me come by your place and see if there's anything that needs to be fixed, the electricity or whatever. Like, let me do something for you if, you know, you do something for me. Or he could call Petco and send yeah. his cat. Yeah, you know, the overnight kennel situation. Yeah, I think a cat is different from an exchange in a car, especially if you're in love with your cat like that. Like you consider it like your child, you know, because some people don't have kids and they consider their pets their children because they don't. 
if you considering this cat like your child and you letting a stranger watch your child, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. And I don't know which way to go with that because I thought, you know, it was working, you know, but now I'm just like, maybe you're not making the right choices in life, asking me to watch your children and you don't know me. Well, follow your gut and intuition. So no first and then see what happens. Yeah. And just say just say I'm busy, just like you tell the other guys. <laughs> just like you told me, I'm busy. Right. Cause what would he have done too? Oh, you throwing shade. No. You throwing shade. Before y'all met. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? What would he have done two weeks before you met? What would he have done two weeks ago before y'all met? Right, like, right, like, what? I mean, come on. I know I'm fabulous. I know I'm lovable. I know I'm, you know, dependable, all of this, but uh-uh, honey, you had friends before me and other strangers before me, okay? <laughs> Why you ain't ask them? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. All right. And, and no. no. I don't know, Star. <laughs> and no. There are people that are allergic to cats. <laughs> But yeah, like maybe, maybe. none of those questions were asked. <laughs> but that's true. I mean, I would ask a woman, hey, are you allergic to cats? Are you allergic to dogs and stuff pets? He did say this. He did say, so how do you feel about pets? And I was like, whenever I somebody asks, you know what? Whenever somebody asks that question, the answer is, let me guess, you already have a pet, right? I ain't got no yeah. pet. No, no, no. I'm saying when somebody that's asks me a question saying. like that, I automatically assume that you have a pet. You you are a Right, pet. right. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is not an answer to the question. You need to practice being direct. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> well, I'm just saying rhetorically, I'm already assuming that you have a pet when you ask me that question. They may have I mean, one of course I'm gonna one. say of course I'm gonna be like Oh, how do I feel about pets? Uh, you know, I like certain type of pets or what have you, but I don't like all pets. You know? But in my mind, I'm like, okay, you already know you you own a pet. That's what I'm thinking in my mind. They may just want one. I know people who really don't have pets, but they really want them. So they might care if somebody else wanted them too. I guess we're thinking about pets like children these days. I guess that's how we that's what's out here in these streets. So it's kind of like, do you ever want children? kind of question. How right, do you right. And maybe it's a test. Maybe he's trying to test. It could be a test. Know. That's what I was thinking. It could be a test. And he's trying to see what you don't, how you don't. Ooh. Yeah, like if she can take care of my pet, you know, <laughs> take it to the next step, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was going to go there, but I didn't want to because I, I feel like I'm the only guy in one here now. <laughs> <laughs> take it there, Sean. It's okay. We ain't okay. going to pack you or nothing. <laughs> but the cat don't bite the cat don't bite no I mean it's like a really cute fuzzy cat is adorable but I mean still well I got a different question because I'm just curious now I mean and I could just be stereotypical I guess but I've never met a man that had a cat that that period I could, I could put a period right there but that treated that pet like an animal. <laughs> I mean, like a, a child. So, what kind of? I mean, for so real? He, yeah, yeah, girl. <laughs> so look, he has a cat and a dog. 
Oh, okay. So he oh, has, he has Ren and Stimpy. Okay, gotcha. He has two pets. He has no children. You know, he's one of those workaholic people, don't have time to date. Because, you know, we get a lot of people online that don't have time to really date, so they go online mm-hmm. dating. Mm-hmm. And um, well, to find a date, to find outside of work because of the time. And so for him, I think when he decided to get these pets because he can have something to come home to, he's not lonely, you know, you know, um, and now he's building attachment. Like I know a lot of people do to their pets now. I, I don't, I don't know, but a lot of people are very attached to their pets. And so he like attached to these pets, like, you know, they're his children, they're a part of his family and his life and all of that. And he made that kind of very clear when we first started dating in a sense, like he would always talk about them and call me on video with the cat in his hand. Mm. And then, mm. you know, just- Not video with the cat. Yeah, the cat was in the video, <laughs> you know? That's too much. But that is, that is a nice balance and he has a cat in it though. Right. That shows balance. Yeah, most men don't have that. But the video, shit, he took it too far with the video, uh, girl. He took it too far with the video. That was he me told me to meet the cat. He he called uh-huh. me the video. He wanted me to meet the cat and the dog on video. Don, that's what that's what you're doing. That's <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> come on now, Jessica. Help me. What you think? I do know some cat dads. You know, mm. black a lot of black men are like actual cat dads, which is interesting. And it's something I hadn't seen in like the past, I wanna say maybe three to five years. Cause I was just like, oh, okay, like no, nah, cats is better because da 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 and they have these full arguments. I do feel I do feel like maybe his attachment to them is like his way, like Sean said, of like getting to know you through them, like what's your reaction? Don't you think you're cute? Da 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 da. Like I I'm trying to get into his mindset or psyche. Mm-hmm. to understand where he's coming from. But again, I do feel like this is too soon because it'll just be, again, like, hey, watch my kids for me real quick. I'll be back. I'll be back in three days. Excuse? No. Because I don't know you. You could be a cat abuser. Anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And so I would take it just because, again, even if it's not a human child, it is something that's connected to me. I would want to hit up somebody I could actually sue for real, like Petco or, you know, the little kittens and mittens boarding house or whatever it is. Pay that money, bro. Right. They need to be able to uh, go somewhere where I can be able to say, this and this happened. Not I'm this girl I met, only met her two weeks ago. How shabby is that argument? I'm thinking that far ahead. If you decide to go sue her later, how shabby is that argument? You only met her two weeks ago, you better watch your cat. Did she say she was a cat enthusiast? Did she go to, you know, did she dress up as a furry? Did she know, you know, all these other <laughs> things about cats, blah, 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 blah. She but I think he should weave her into his life early. <laughs> and then, and then, then it'll be, then they can tell these cute stories about, yeah, I knew she was the one because she watched my cat after two weeks. That's cute and all. But if she's not a cat person, I feel like that's too far. Call your mom. Call your auntie that's a cat lady. Call, call your anybody. Don't call don't me. <laughs> anybody. Like you said, call your other strangers. You said your other strangers. You got other strangers. <laughs> I see, you know. So I guess. Oh, man. I'm glad. I- oh, man. I'm glad I don't own no pets. I, I, I mean, hey, the only cat I want to see is. <laughs> oh, man, it's the Beat Break Morning Show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I see I'm the only guy now in this room here, but we're getting ready to wrap up this uh, great bonus episode of the Beat Break Morning Show. All right. So. 
I got an announcement, a quick announcement I gotta make. I gotta switch up the beat for this one. So, Star. Star Kells. So, I, I, I shared this announcement to you and a few others from Beat Break Radio. I'm trying to find the right instrumental to. I think we go with this one right here. Come and celebrate. Yeah. I told you all offline about some moves that the Beat Break Morning Show is getting ready to make, right? Okay. So, you know, we've been rocking out for 11 years with the morning show. You have been with us through all the great moments, the crazy moments since 2010. From one AM station to another, from one internet platform to another, we have covered a lot of great interviews, a lot of great people in studio via Zoom, via phone call, all that great stuff. Been nominated for ATS Hottest Awards nominee eight, nine, ten times. Just haven't kept count. Sorry. Acknowledging a few magazine, newspapers, and all that great stuff. Still consistent, still rocking on. But I am happy to announce that starting October 4th, we are going to be syndicated, the Beat Break Morning Show, we're going to be syndicated on 101 The Vibe FM in Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky, to be exact. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shout outs to the shout outs to the big head honcho there at 101 The Vibe FM in Louisville, Kentucky, Charles King, for opening the door to us to expand the morning show over there. And we are also in talks with a few other platforms that are looking to pick us up. I won't give all the details right now, but you just gotta make sure you follow us on all social media at Beat Break Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram for complete updates. But yes, starting October 4th from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., we are going to be simulcasting on 101 The Vibe FM in Louisville, Kentucky. Yes, so shout-outs to all my people out there in Kentucky. We're getting ready to make Louisville, Kentucky, just the entire state of Kentucky, our new home. We're going to burn it up. Tear it up. Yeah, man. We all looking forward to it. Myself, DJ Rollum, Star, the whole crew, the morning show crew. Yeah, indeed. Indeed, man. So I'm happy. I'm happy we're only uh, weeks away from October. And uh, like I mentioned, folks, the new season of the Beat Break Morning Show is coming October 4th. Uh, we are just around the corner for that. So please feel free to send all your well wishes to beatbreakradio at gmail.com or reach one communications at gmail.com or you can just shoot me a DM at Sean Garvey on Facebook, Sean Garvey ATL on Twitter and on Instagram. Hey Star, where can people follow you, you at? You can follow me at She Talk Atlanta on Facebook and Instagram and make sure you guys check out my She Talk Atlanta group on Facebook. We are lit and we be live. Join me. Lit. Lit. Alright Also big shouts to Ryan Biswick I'm sorry Biswick I'm sorry Ryan Biswick From Couple The CEO of Couple For joining in On the morning show Hey you all Be on the lookout For amazing events That is coming um, Their way Couple.com Is the website 
if you want more information the online virtual speed dating platform that is available um they will be back up and running in just a few days i see you shaking your head there melinda like oh okay this is interesting online speed dating uh, yeah um yeah. i will check it out i will check it out <laughs> <laughs> don't come across no f-boys on there i'm sure there will be unless they have uh, some type of f-boy uh you know filter you know <laughs> algorithm right. weed out algorithm yeah, yeah man. all right all right uh, but yeah, big shouts to a uh, couple. We definitely will have them back on. You know, we're gonna try to do some things with them in the near future. So just uh, keep it locked here to the Beat Break Morning Show. All right. Uh, shout out to DJ Rollum uh, who couldn't make it today, but he will be back with us on the season premiere of the Beat Break Morning Show. All right. And uh, once again, folks, we are summercasting on ThinkingOutLoudNetwork.com. ThinkingOutLoudNetwork.com. Don't forget to download the podcast FM app to your mobile device we are available everywhere youtube facebook twitter and on instagram all right so this has been the beat break morning show the beat break podcast i'm casting on thinking out loud network.com was there anything else i left out star melinda says she don't want to be followed <laughs> Present mental massage right now on this platform, right? So, uh, mental massage is a uh, self care, mind, body, soul service for women leading organizations, businesses, and infants' households. So, my first visit, my first round to the Big Morning Show was about that, right? Mental health, uh, self care. And so, I am always inviting folks to take a look, take a um, drive by www.mentalmassagewellness.com mentalmassagewellness.com or mental massage wellness on facebook or instagram all right and all, all right and also shout out to sl shanta hayes for always marketing and promoting mental massage and all the other endeavors you make sure you all check them out also and uh jess do you want to be following on social media we just want to make sure you you we want to make sure that we protect you from all the f boys that are out there and maybe some F girls that try to get holler at you too. But, you know. <laughs> I am a, um, a soon to be podcaster. I did have an internet radio show called Jesting and Things, and my podcast, which is coming up in September, uh, we will be relaunching. And currently, you can check out us on Spotify and catch all our old episodes, amazing R&B music, all from the B side of this, of the, uh, you know, of each record that I choose. You know, we got some good prints. We got PJ Morgan. We got all the things. Uh, but it's Jesting and Things, so you can follow me there and Instagram. So it's J E S T I N G and Things one on Instagram uh, and Jesting and Things on Facebook, and look for me on Spotify, Jesting and Things. And we'll be back up September, rocking and rolling, doing all the things, podcasting, and all the good stuff, and lots of great panel discussions, open discussions about great stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. So y'all join me. Okay. Well, well, hey, can we join you too? Can we do a absolutely, a absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I would love that. And I also want to check out mental massage. That sounds amazing. I don't know all the details, but I'm definitely gonna be checking that out. Yeah, y'all got a network. Y'all got a network. Yeah, they got they got some great things happening. All right, and uh, also somebody hit me up. <laughs> somebody said shout out to all the cat mothers out there, the cat women, the cat mothers out there. Since y'all want to talk about cats. 
I didn't say that. Melinda said that. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, shout out to all the cat mothers, cat women out there. All right, y'all. <laughs> it's the Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast. Y'all keep it locked. The Beat Break Morning Show with Sean Garvey, DJ Roland, and the Wake Up Ladies. The only morning show where you can wake up next to more than just one woman.